0: Welcome to Podcasting for Our Reasons, where ABC showed us old drama.
1: And we, of course, bring you that new analysis. I'm Renmartia.
0: My name is Brendan. And first, before we talk about a season from 10 years ago, we have breaking Bachelor Nation news, Ernie. Oh,
1: my goodness. You guys, if you are Bachelor Nation fans, diehard fans, or even if you are just, you know, just scrolling through your Instagram feed. You could not have missed this. Taysha Adams. Taysha Adams. I know Brennan and I are, it's Brennan and I I's like kind of favorite, I would say. We I, we're
0: kind of rooting for her. I thought, about starting, I, I thought about naming this episode The Return of Queen Taysha, but I thought that was weird. when <laughs> We're talking about Ellie's season mostly.
1: Taysha Adams. Dear sweet Taysha is the new bachelorette. Because. In a plot, the plot twist of all plot twists.
0: Because apparently Claire. Didn't care at all about television Did whatever she wanted and already picked a person
1: Maybe Claire was like You know what we're in the the middle of a pandemic You only live once She's like screw this I'm gonna do what I want
0: But also she signed a contract to make TV
1: Right so that's kind of shady And after all of this I got used to the fact that Claire would be The next Bachelorette sometime In the near future on some Tuesday And then The old switcheroo So okay, Brennan, break down what you have heard.
0: Like okay, so I, I started hearing last Friday, inklings on the internet, you may say, that Claire has decided to stop filming, will not film anything else, and Taisha was being flown down to to begin her quarantine at Las Quintas Resort in Palm Springs. I was thinking of the La Quinta Inn. <laughs> La Quinta Inn in Toledo. But the, that's the news that I heard Friday. I started hearing it more on Saturday. My sister texted me and asked if I wanted to hear. I said, eh. I heard it from, I mean, we talked about it before, but I, I don't trust and I don't like Reality Steve. I don't like what he right. does. I don't like the way he does it.
1: It's. It's it's, yeah, it's it's shady business with that one. I don't know. It's always a bunch of rumors. Which it's. I kind of feel the way I feel about him, that I feel about TMZ. Like usually, right? You know, but the way you went about it, getting that story is shady. So
0: at least at least uh, reality Steve doesn't cost people at an airport.
1: That is true. See, so TMZ does have a leg up. So
0: that's true. Well, I think it's because there's not really a whole. There's only like one reality seat. There's not. 200 reality steves posted at every major airport (laughs) that's true but uh and then i started hearing that friday and saturday and it really started to pick up on sunday and then monday e news posted it on their instagram and that's when i texted Mm -hmm. you and just like okay e news is saying it i felt i felt comfortable telling you about it
1: and i appreciate that the fact that you sent me a link to e-news because that is true if you've sent me something that was like bachelor fan fans united i would have been like Brendan, check your sources you know (laughs) this is this is not true but instead you you sent me a credible source you were straight up woodward and bernstein breaking that watergate news absolutely it was believable when i got it i was like what? And I don't know how I missed it. Like, this weekend, I don't know what I was doing not paying attention to Bachelor well, Nation news.
0: It was really quiet until Sunday night into Monday, and that's when it started getting picked mm-hmm. up by more credible people, and that's when it blew up.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I was like, how did I miss this? And then my mom texts me at, like, midnight, <laughs> and she's like, did you hear about Tasha?" And I'm like, yes, mom. I have to know these things, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like Aka
0: I, yes, Brendan told me.
1: Right, right. <laughs> but I, I was excited though when I saw that I was very excited because I, I mean I've told you guys before, Claire is not necessarily my favorite, but I had started to get on board. I was excited about seeing an older bachelorette, um, which we're still like, getting with Taisha. Yeah, how old is Taisha?
0: I think she's twenty nine or thirty, so not okay, so not thirty nine, but also not twenty three.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad about that. She's still a relatable age for myself at the old ancient age of 33. I can relate to her. (laughs) So I think that's exciting. Plus, you know, I I, I know we've talked about this like in multiple seasons, but Brennan, she looks like a Disney princess. Oh, 100%. (laughs) It's the eyes
0: and it's the eyes and the smile.
1: Mm-hmm, like, so she's so, and she's so smart, too, um, and I just remember the whole breakup with her and John Paul Jones and the way that she handled things with Derek and, ah, uh, Taisha, she's just wonderful. And who could forget the whole thing that went down with her and Colton, too? Um,
0: Absolutely, yeah. So there's
1: a reason that, I think there's a reason, or multiple reasons that she's the best follow-up choice. But they say that we're still gonna see Claire.
0: Well, because they did 12 days of filming with Claire. Mm-hmm. Because so, the room, the, the, so this had the rumors are that it happened. She decided to not film anymore on day twelve. They had already been filming hardcore for twelve days, which is from what Nick's, Nick and Ali said, usually three to four episodes.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And okay, so that puts things in perspective.
0: Yes, and then also now these now everything from here on out is unverified because they're not getting I'm not. We're not getting any information from inside the bubble. Mm -hmm. But it seems like she began communicating with the guys from her season after their names were announced and the season was postponed.
1: It's Claire, Claire, Claire. Like, you can't do that stuff, though. That's, like, that's cheating. That's, like, someone coming to the island already, knowing somebody, and then being like, oh, okay, pretending that they don't, and then, you know, building a relationship. Um, Here's looking at you, Hannah and Blake.
0: And Kaylin,
1: and Kaylin. Oh gosh, I swear that whole what was that festival wheelbarrow or
0: something? <laughs> Co- <laughs> what was it oh uh, oh shoot.
1: shoot! I don't even remember what that festival was called, but everybody was there. It was stupid.
0: I almost yeah, said Coachella, it but it wasn't COVID. Coachella. It was Country Coachella.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm like wheelbarrow. I know. I honestly whoa, Axel. Whoa. I'm just gonna say things until I feel
0: my way to the correct answer. Well let's not, let's just move on. Okay. I'll
1: shout it out <laughs> in the middle of talking
0: about this. Both I'll of listen. us both some of us will. but <laughs> one of us will for sure. But that's the, but you have to like Claire also Nick talked about this on Nick had Allie on and actually Nick got news about this as he was starting his podcast with a text from someone from inside the bubble. He got said someone from Someone high up, but Mm -hmm. not Chris. But, like he said, maybe even considered Chris's boss. So I'm guessing either Mike Fleiss or the executive producer of the production company.
1: Right, I was going to say Mike Fleiss. I would say Mike Fleiss or
0: someone from the production company. Because Mike Fleiss works for ABC, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say someone from high up. And they said, Claire is fine, Claire is still here.
1: That is so interesting, though. But I, like, so... Is is it true? Well, we don't know what, what is actually true. Um, but because I keep hearing things like Claire was fired, though, too. They say that, you know, they said that they fired her because she broke the rules, but then she's like, no, I fell in love really quickly and I decided that this is the guy and I don't want to move on.
0: Well, it probably it probably depends on whether or not that rumor about her communicating before the show is true. If it's true, then she not only. Not only, she probably, like, there's some sort of, probably, contract language.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
0: I mean, she definitely, she definitely voided the integrity of the show. Which, Nick was saying that he's not, he's honestly not super surprised because Claire is so emotional and leads with her heart. Mm-hmm. And doesn't, like, always, like, plan out steps. So she probably See, doesn't... and
1: that, this is what I meant by when I was, like, kind of, um not fully on board with Claire because of just the way that I've seen her do things in the past. And like, she just gets so emotional. She like, I I don't know. I don't
0: know. And it just seems like, honestly, based on what you said and what Nick said, it seems like she said to herself, well, this season will start when it starts. I want to get a leg up. And she started, Mm -hmm. she started Instagram and Facebook stalking and then just ended up talking to these guys. And it's just like Claire, that's not, I understand that this is your life, but this is also a TV show that you signed up for, and you have right. to at some point recognize and appreciate the integrity of the show.
1: Right, and all of these people are so excited each week we see people that are always giving her advice. They're like, "Oh, I'm so excited about Claire." And I mean, I get it. Like like you said, like she's if she's like, "This is my life," which you do have to take ownership of your life and do it the way that you want to live it. But goodness, you knew what you were signing up for, Claire.
0: Yeah, and then once again on Nick's show, Allie said that she Chris had asked for advice for Claire and she and he she said that she said Know who you like at the beginning, but give but push them away and give everyone else a chance. Mm. And she said that she they didn't air that and that's probably because she didn't follow her advice and the season was already over.
1: Wait, Allie said this?
0: Ali said, "Ali said on Nick's podcast that because they ju- they do a big interview and they just cut oh, to I what see, I see. Yeah. they just cut what they want to show, and oh, apparently okay. so by the
1: time that this aired, they didn't they cut that. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah,
0: so she, he had asked her for advice for Claire. That was her advice, and obviously, if what we heard is true, she mm-hmm. didn't listen to it and did what she wanted.
1: Right. Oh gosh, I just I well." You know, power to her if she's she's grabbing hold of the life that she wants. But goodness, she she gave us the bachelorette that we need,
0: <laughs> and the
1: bachelorette that we deserve,
0: and the bachelorette we wanted.
1: <laughs> yes, so I'm glad I was thrilled to hear it was Tasha. But goodness, we just had a heck of a journey to get to it. And, and I also we still don't know what this is going to look like.
0: Yeah, I also wanted to dispel the rumors that are out there about Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann has become good friends with Becca, and they're both there to, they believe, for at least just, probably just one episode, assist Tasha in her journey. Mm-hmm, so the yeah. rumors about Hannah Ann being there in contention are not, according to reports, not true.
1: Yeah.
0: And she is yeah, just there to do the, the, the role that other seasons have, where random people that may or may not be friends with the lead give them advice that they may or may not take. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. It is an interesting, an interesting choice, though, to have Hannah Ann come. I guess, like, I mean, I guess because they all have a shared experience of being broken up with someone, um,
0: and blindsided. To be honest, all three of them were yeah. blindsided.
1: Yeah, so that's that's true. That's true. So maybe that's why they. But that's
0: really people. the only thing that those three have in common,
1: right? Because I'm just trying to figure out. I know Becca and Hannah Ann have that, but like. Tasha, yeah, okay, so the blindsided trio, that's what we'll call
0: them. Basically, yeah, because Tasha's under the impression that she's might be winning, and now I've only ever cared about Cassie, and you're gone, mm-hmm. like, that's, yeah. that's also, that's just as quick a turnaround as, hey, we're engaged, but I don't really want to be engaged to you anymore.
1: Yeah, uh, what a time, what a simpler time of jumping fences and breaking up with people. <laughs>
0: after After you're engaged to them on national television,
1: oh gosh, so crazy, so crazy. But yeah, so that is the breaking news. Things are changing, or we're getting new news every I would say every day. Like there's just discussion. you know, those rumors are really hanging out there, just blowing in the wind. <laughs> so yeah,
0: so yeah. I think it's it's my impression that we'll probably get two to three episodes of Claire because mm-hmm. they've already put the time and money into Claire season. And that gives them time to get further into Tasha's season. So if they give us three episodes of Tasha starting in... I'm sorry, three episodes of Claire starting in September. Then that gives them another six weeks mm-hmm. to finish Tasha.
1: So that is just so interesting to me, though. I just wonder how long Tasha's season will be. Like, I, I see what you're saying with, like, the, the six weeks. But, like, will she actually get... A good full time of falling in love, like a normal bachelorette.
0: I think she. I think they'd have to because she's doing a favor for them.
1: Well, yeah, that she, is very true.
0: She stopped her life to fly down on a moment, basically a moment's notice, to be the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. So they're going to they're going to do everything they can to make her experience feel genuine and not like a backup.
1: Because I would hate that to like to fly there and. Be like, okay, you have six episodes to fall in love, you know, or six weeks or something like yeah. that, you know. And, and then it's like, then it kind of feels like it also, Jim, you know, it, it it takes away from the fan experience. It takes away from Tasha's experience, you know, especially all of those who are excited for Tasha. Like, we want to see a full season. We want to see a real season. Can I say can, can I say
0: back up? Can I say that I saw on Twitter when I was furiously searching for more information? Mm-hmm that someone out of the picture. Basically, someone tweeted that they didn't want Tasia, and there were so many more good options. And then I looked at the pictures that they uploaded and it's like a collage of people that they would have picked. What? And the old there was only two girls on there that I recognized. Alea, which Alea, I'm just like, "No." Oh gosh. She's really pretty, but she's also like no. And then no. uh, the girl that I got eliminated first night—that was like really pretty from last year. Hmm. With, with, I don't even remember. She was like m- she looked mixed, long dark hair. We Sydney? thought.
1: Wait, no, you would remember Sydney. You loved her.
0: Oh, I love Sydney. No, <laughs> but it was like a, it was like a first night standout. Hmm. I don't remember her name, but.
1: Oh. Uh wait. I remember you liking her. Didn't you like
0: her? Yeah, I'm just like, "Oh, I would have picked her."
1: Yes. Yeah. I don't remember her name either. But I you know who I'm talking about. Me, like phone notes, but yeah. Okay. But
0: okay. That that was the only two like it was all from Peter season just like there's not No. Sorry. I don't know who you are and I don't know why you hate Tasha so much. Mhm. But there's no That's one. Silly. There's like the, like there was not even I, I'm almost starting to think there might have been a troll Because Kelsey wasn't on there Madison wasn't on there Hannah and it was just a, a lay in a bunch of random people Wow I'm just like I, I don't think, know what you're doing right now Because this is yeah. not a this is not a good list
1: I do think it is also Like not You know not to be missed too That like this is kind of A historic time in the Bachelor Nation franchise Because now we not only have One but two leads of color So yeah that's pretty exciting. It and this unexpected. wasn't a,
0: this wasn't a Matt James situation where they just pulled a black lead. Right. Tasha like was the obvious, t- was an obvious choice to begin with. Mm-hmm. So picking her yeah. is not pandering. It's like, yeah, that was a really good choice.
1: Right. And I think also it kind of does solidify the fact that we, you know, we were under the assumption that it would be Taysha the whole time. And then they really blindsided us with Claire.
0: That's true, because so yeah, yeah. That definitely that that allows us to think. Yeah, she was the second choice.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She was probably a close, close runner-up. Because they could have just as easily. That fast, she probably had wanted to do it, and then found out that she wasn't going to, and then was probably like, "Okay, let's go."
0: Yeah, because they could have just as easily picked up a Tia or a Kelsey, and mm-hmm. we would have we would been like, "Okay, that's fine."
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, but this is exciting. I'm, I'm excited for Bachelor Nation. I'm excited for Tayshia. I'm just, I'm really excited.
0: So. Yes. Now, speaking of bachelor, Bachelorettes, let's talk about Allie.
1: Yes. Okay. I just want to say that I really liked this season cramped into one night, two hours, but I really, really did. And I really, really like Allie. That's I I had no clue how this thing ended either. So I was watching it with complete fresh eyes. I only knew her last name and I had no idea if any one of these guys had that last name. I was like, who is it going (laughs) to (laughs) be?
0: Yeah, two things. One, I totally agree. Had no idea who was going to win. And B, there wasn't. I don't think these goat seasons are doing these seasons justice. Mm-hmm. because mm. they're picking really great seasons and these goat episodes are just not good
1: yeah that's true
0: because I think that's if true. I had watched Allie's season live I would have been enthralled by her by her and yeah. her season and her guys but these these goat episodes I'm just like I don't I don't care yeah. like 45 minutes you, in if it wasn't for you this, this
1: season yeah? this season
0: was yes Allie was fantastic I just mm. think the goat episodes themselves are not that great
1: Okay. Okay. I just I don't
0: think it. that if it wasn't for this, I get to get back. If it wasn't for the show, I wouldn't be watching.
1: Mhm. You wouldn't look back and be like, "Oh, okay, that one was really
0: great." Well, I think I would go back to the seasons themselves instead of watching these goat episodes because they just don't give me a feel for the season. Mhm. They give I got me. You. They give me a feel for characters. That's true.
1: That's true. Because I don't that see
0: how the true. season progresses. I don't see how her relationships build as they're building. I get mm-hmm. I get person by person breakdown of what happened.
1: Yeah. Because I think that so maybe it should be, it should have be been called like Bachelor Nation or Bachelor Fan Favorites or something. I don't know. Yeah it's not greatest season of all time.
0: And these aren't the greatest seasons. They just do a really bad job of showing it to us.
1: hmm Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like just the way that it's it's positioned.
0: Yeah, because Allie um, Allie was great. Justin was an incredible villain. Casey was weird. Frank was awesome.
1: Gosh. Oh, Frank.
0: <laughs> but th- these seasons, that season was a really good season. And, like, it kept my interest for all of about an hour, hour and a half.
1: Oh, 100%. I, I literally, I, I was just excited. I was like, where's this going to go? And that's the first time in these greatest seasons of all time that I felt that. I think that this really did lock it in for me like so i i yeah this was the first time that i was from start to finish excited about the whole thing you know i was like and maybe it is because i completely went into it with blissfully ignorant <laughs> you know yeah i really had no idea because i know who ali is i've known her when i've seen her on um entertainment tonight or on the bachelorette or bachelor happy hour She was the first co-host with Rachel Lindsay. Um, But so I always liked her personality and I knew who she was, but I didn't really know who she was as the bachelorette. Yeah. You know, I've only known her post her season. And so I was just really excited. And like within like the first, I would say five or 10 minutes, I really was like, I want to be friends with her. She seems so fun and genuine. And I really just want her to find love.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's, Let's talk about some of those guys. Let's talk about some of those guys, starting from uh, the ones that the ones that got focused on. Let's talk about those from least important to winner.
1: Okay. Okay. Let's talk I have about my favorite already.
0: I just. I well, don't. I think we're starting with your favorite. Let's talk about Casey. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, God. Casey. Uh, it was. So- he, he was just okay. He's exactly how I would have acted minus the tattoo if I had been on the show. <laughs>
1: You would have sang.
0: I can sing, though.
1: But you would have sang. You would have sang to her probably, song.
0: Probably about, not. Like, probably not. Love and
1: just being like, then ended it with... That just came to me. <laughs> like, Prob- well, you know you wrote that in the hotel room.
0: Probably not. <laughs> but I would have been overly genuine in a way that mm-hmm. felt fake.
1: I see. I see. Yeah, he really... He really was like, this is me, and I'm here to guard and protect your heart. I just want to guard guard and protect protect your your heart.
0: heart. I I just just want to guard and protect your heart.
1: Oh, my gosh. If he said that, like, if I had a nickel for every time he had said that, that was so, the first time I heard the phrase, I was like, oh, that's nice. And then after the 35th time of hearing the phrase, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my freaking goodness. And the funny part,
0: the funny part for me Was he was like that with the dudes too? I'm just like, bro, like you can tone it down
1: Uh around the guys. That's what was interesting is when she was like, when she realized, oh, that's just him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because I think she realized it in the museum.
1: Oh, Goodness, oh my goodness!
0: The museum was so cringeworthy.
1: It really was. Like at first, I thought him playing around and him, you know, like scaring her and just like being goofy. I was like, okay. So, because if you're funny, all right, there's some points to that.
0: Because Frank was funny. Frank was funny.
1: Yes, Frank was funny. Yes.
0: But Casey was creepy.
1: Yes. And I'm sorry, but the sound of his voice just really was annoying to me. He was annoying. (laughs) Also, he was dramatic, I feel like. He was just, he was just so. Okay.
0: Like (gasps) for me, if I had been Allie, limo entrance, turn around and get back in the car because i can't mm-hmm. marry you when you sound like that right like i'm sorry you might be you might be the best guy in the world but his voice made me cringe and i can't marry someone whose voice makes me cringe
1: no no like when i just oh gosh and him and um him we'll, we'll talk about justin but i think justin's just next the way that he handled everything in the house too you know oh gosh Right down to the tattoo. It was just, everything was <laughs> cringeworthy. Everything was
0: so worthy. And then the more, Allie talked about that tattoo on her episode with Nick, and it became, for him, more of a tattoo of his experience, because apparently he yeah. got 12 studs for the 12 guys that were left in the house when he got the tattoo. Oh,
1: really? So
0: it, it was about Allie, but it became... A bachelorette tattoo It was a tattoo about his experience
1: Yeah and now as we saw You know obviously she didn't end up with him But he showed his tattoo and it has His anniversary date on it now right. And it's about guarding and protecting his Wife's heart now <laughs> So I think the end of the tattoo Story or Saga Ended sweetly And I'm glad he found someone But goodness he was not the guy for Ally I,
0: I think my favorite part of the episode Was when he came back from being gone for hours, is that he burned oh his gosh. arm. And Justin immediately, being a dirty, rotten liar, smelled <laughs> a lie and smelled blood in the water. He goes, that guy's lying. What I is he lying about? That
1: Justin was like, I'm going to turn these tables right back at ya. you. you right. telling me that I'm insincere and a liar. I don't believe that that's a bird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love Because that. you can't show that. up for... Like, you expected... Like, did everyone else just expect for him to burn himself bad enough to go to the hospital and leave and no one in the hotel know?
1: Right. And the fact that he would just come back and say, oh, it's a burn. I just burned myself. But, like, suspiciously, yeah, being suspiciously gone for a while, and
0: then being like, I burned myself, I'd be like, bro, I didn't see you cooking this morning. (laughs) Right. I'd be like, uh... (laughs) "Like
1: what? I just love the fact that he was the one leading the witch hunt against Justin about being untruthful and then comes back and is like, I
0: burned myself. But also, maybe <laughs> the, the other guys it. maybe it was the other guys just didn't want to talk to him. So yeah. just like, oh, that sucks. And then they're like, okay, we can be done talking to him now.
1: They probably just didn't care. Right? <laughs> no, <But.
0: laughs> they're like, you're look, you're going home today, maybe tomorrow, so I don't really want <laughs> like, to hear from you. Oh, but Casey, goodness. Goodness, 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 Casey. Wow, what a guy. Yes. Uh, Do we want to move on to Rated R?
1: Yes. Rated R or Justin, a.k.a. Rated R. I almost said Rated R,
0: a.k.a. Justin. I I really think based on the reason he came on the show, it's Rated R, a.k.a. Justin. Oh,
1: gosh. What were your initial thoughts of him?
0: He was sketch from moment one.
1: See, I thought he was sketchy, but then I felt like, I felt like he was being unfairly treated because I was like, "What if he actually really is there for her?" You know. And but he he, he, he lost his crutches down the road.
0: He but, lost all benefit of the doubt when he pulled out his own shirt on night one.
1: Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. That for me, I'm just like, okay, no buddy, permission.
0: you're you're Jed at this point.
1: It, oh gosh, yeah. He definitely was. He was definitely Jednit before Jed got there.
0: Except everyone liked Jed.
1: Yeah, that's true. And we didn't know that Jed was sketchy until the end.
0: <laughs> yes. But he, we yeah, knew. Who, I'm pretty sure that all of Bachelor Nation was like, oh, he's sketch from the moment I, from the moment he mm-hmm. saw him.
1: Rated R. Goodness. And when, there was a moment in the episode when he says, when he got the rose, and he was like, I don't remember at what time he got the rose, but he was like, two roses were given out tonight. One for Justin and one for Rated R. And I was like, ew.
0: <laughs>
1: ew, what? <laughs> But yeah, so I, I initially thought that he, I, I thought that I was unfairly judging him. And so I was like, well, maybe he does deserve the benefit of the doubt. Maybe the guys just don't like him because he's, A professional wrestler, and he came off a bit too showy. And when he when he hobbled down the road, I just love the moment when he was like, "Where does? Do you know where Allie lives?" And the guard just points in the distance.
0: (laughs) I love that.
1: (laughs) There goes Justin hobbling down the road for goodness knows how long, um, and ends up at her house. And when she hugged him, I was like, "Isn't he sweaty?" Like he just like crushed it your house what for
0: miles yeah
1: (laughs) right so i don't know how long how far away her house is but um yeah i just thought that that was so funny though but i felt bad for him because when he got back and he didn't he didn't tell anybody about it but i so i don't know how long um i don't know how how they found out um who was it that's that. That told, was it Roberto? I think it was Roberto, wasn't it? That he was like, did you guys hear that Justin walked to Allie's house?
0: Yeah, it was... I think Roberto said it, and then Chris kind of led the charge.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, um, But yeah, I thought that was so funny. Just the way that um, that they approached him, and they were like, dude, dude, dude. we got to hear about this. Did you watch to Allie's house? And he's like, who told you that? <laughs> and
0: then
1: they ganged up on him and so I felt bad for him because I was like well maybe he really is genuine maybe he just because he didn't go in there um in a Nick Vile manner and just kind of bragging about it but not really bragging about it he didn't tell them so
0: but that's because he knew everyone already hated him
1: right but later on I was proven severely wrong (laughs) that he really was a sketchy character from the get go
0: yeah uh, so, oh, like in January or so, I think it was January, before, January, December, uh, Juliet Littman had Chris Harrison on and she was doing, she was rating the seasons from least to most dramatic. Mm-hmm. And she, he was on the episode that they talked about Allie's podcast and he told a story about that day when they, when she confronted him, mm-hmm. when she confronted oh, Justin. Okay. And she said that they had to to promise the Turkish government that they were going to behave themselves.
1: That's right, because no wonder Chris said that, that they had promised that they they were going to be good.
0: Because because they were in Istanbul, which is a very conservative city, Mm -hmm. and a very conservative country. And here they have a grown man (laughs) trouncing through their gardens and through their fountains while a blonde American chases him. Demanding that she, demanding answers.
1: With a full camera crew. Right.
0: And Chris <laughs> is like, we promised him we'd be good and then this happens.
1: I love that. Those are the things that I live for. And that's a good story to have for the rest of your life.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but do we want to talk about why he was jumping through fountains and gardens?
0: Because he's a snake.
1: And why is he a snake?
0: Because he had a girlfriend.
1: Done, done, done. And wasn't it? A girl from didn't Chris say it was um, a girl from the previous season that Allie had been
0: on? No, that was her friend. Oh, so uh, Allie's friend Jessica, Uh Jesse, from Jake's season, Uh had a friend who was dating uh, Justin. Right.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. It was a girl from. It was a girl from that she met on the season. Her previous
0: season no she the friend wasn't dating her the friend had a friend
1: I'm so confused it was a fr-
0: <laughs> it would be it would be like if it was my season and I was dating Zoe uh-huh. no wait if Zoe was the bachelorette and I was going after her and it was my it was my friend Sam's friend
1: uh-huh okay
0: so it was a friend of a friend
1: so I was thinking jessica
0: was the friend on the show no jessica ali called jessica and jessica's friend was happened just happened to be there okay to talk to ali okay so that okay that i'm glad that we were so about this, she I was so, confused. <laughs> so then she when they talked about it later on and
1: i was like but wasn't that your friend Oh, gotcha Oh, gotcha okay
0: But I think my favorite part was that when he, in his interview with Chris, when he said he felt a disturbance, Mm -hmm. and he, like, pre-packed his bags. I
1: love the fact that he packed his bag, grabbed his passport, he was like, I'm out.
0: I'm just like, he was awfully prepared until I heard that he was like, yeah, there was something different, and I packed my bags. I'm just like, oh, Mm -hmm. that's a snake move to pre-pack your bags.
1: Right. So he had this girlfriend. He had called her, apparently, that night. Um, because our pal Casey that we just discussed, he had a dramatic two-on-one with him in Iceland. And she chose Justin over Casey. I mean, granted, Casey was, he had a whole, almost a whole body out the door. Like, all he needed was just a nudge. He was just
0: (laughs) Really, (laughs) Allie couldn't have gone wrong in that episode. No. She could send the snake home or the creeper home.
1: Right. And in that moment, she thought that Justin was the best one. Um... And he had really showed no signs of being truly a creep. I mean, kind
0: of. The guys that, the guys didn't that like him, but that doesn't me. mean the guys didn't like him, but that doesn't mean anything.
1: Right. So, but yeah. So he had been chosen. He had given. He had been given the rose on this dramatic two-on-one. And then, what did he do while in Iceland? Though he called this girlfriend of his from the bathroom.
0: Yes, because they had taken out all the phones except for the one in the bathroom.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Which I thought was hilarious the way that he fessed up to that in his interview. (laughs) That he was like, you guys usually remove all the phones, but you missed the one in the washroom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which I was like, that's fantastic.
1: I always thought that was great. But yeah, so I just love the antics that ensued, the antics that followed after... um,
0: Him trying to get away. And another thing Chris said was that he had lost, they had lost Justin for a while. Mm-hmm. They were like certain. She, she
1: came to the hotel room and basically threw him under the bus or confronted him in front of everyone. Yeah. In front of everyone. I loved it. It was such a good move. Yeah, was
0: Al- that, that, that nice was, after. if Allie hadn't endeared herself to me already, that was when I'm just like, okay, she's the best.
1: That was fan-freaking-tastic, the way she just sat down and was like, okay, you, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, I'm not ta- I'm not talking. I'm going.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And she's like, no, are you going to stand up and, like, confront this like a man? Are you going to face this like a man?
0: And, she, and he said no. <laughs> right. Great! Oh gosh, I loved it. But yeah, crawling through or climbing through the garden and everything. Trying to so get, in, trying to get through into places, but they're closed just and nobody. The boot. Right. <laughs> Being followed by <sighs> cameramen, producers, a, uh, an angry blonde woman, and Chris Harrison.
1: That was just everything about it. I was like, this, this is such a great moment for TV. I freaking loved it.
0: Yeah, that was great. It was a great all around.
1: Yeah, but I did appreciate his interview at the end, though, when they they met up with them ten years later, and he did admit the fact that he was dating this girl. He did come on the show with a girlfriend. Um, it was he kind of he was still trying to dance around the term girlfriend until he was like, okay, I mean, if you want to call it a girlfriend, I did um, have feelings for someone. You know, I forgot the way he phrased
0: it, but I was like, he had a someone he cared about.
1: And then, my favorite, though, my favorite thing, the way that they ended it, was playing all of those voicemails that he had said that he hadn't left.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> voicemail after voicemail. Being freaking in Iceland. And he's like, I'm in Iceland, and I just, I just miss you, and I don't know why you can't pick up, but I love you, and, you know, I want to marry you. What? Jeez. <laughs> I love the fact that they... That they they
0: did that though. Yeah. It was it was that was well done.
1: That was the definition of receipts.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so Frank?
1: Oh, Frank. Okay. <laughs> Frank is my favorite.
0: <laughs> Frank was great, man. I love that guy. I
1: literally just you can't see me because I'm I'm still quarantining in my house and we're not recording together but you can't see me but I just like literally it's this weird thing that I do when I like a guy so I like did this I don't know like I just smirked and like put up my shoulder like hide myself <laughs> because I actually like watching this I was like I have a crush on Frank I like Frank and I yeah I thought he was so great just the way that he his whole energy Everything about him, I really liked.
0: Yeah, he he was really great. I really liked him a whole lot.
1: Mm-hmm. And just the way that he said that um, he had quit his job in Chicago and moved to Paris to be a screenwriter for a bit. Um, and then, it's just kind of... Like, he just had such a carefree, like, live-your-life-to-the-fullest attitude. And he was so funny.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: And he really liked his glasses, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so... Let's, let's get into what, how, how things ended with Frank, because there was definitely a different energy with how things ended with him than how things ended with anybody else.
1: Yes. And okay. So for like first starters though, her and Frank had such a great and sincere connection. They went on that Hollywood date, the Hollywood sign date, Mm -hmm. um, and they, you know, drove in a convertible, like an old convertible, and Frank said that, like, that convertible broke down, so it gave them 45 minutes to chat and hang out, and that's really where they built their connection, which is so great. Um, And so, yeah, she really fell for him. We saw on, like, a later date, That, you know, he was just talking about how he only wants to be married once, and he's so careful um, to make sure that that, that's what happens. You know, he's um, he's been cautious in love, which I thought was great. It was a great juxtaposition because he's been cautious in love, but it seemed like he was really ready to throw caution to the wind with, you know, his dreams and his hopes and just say, okay, I'm just going to live it. Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm, for sure.
1: But, yeah, her and Frank really built a really sweet connection. And she thought he was going to be the one.
0: Yeah, which that was just, that was so heartbreaking.
1: Watching it, I thought he was going to be the one. I thought he was he was it. Yeah. Like, I was really thinking, that's her guy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Which, again, I'm so glad that I didn't know. But I really thought, I was like, he's the one. He's it. It's it. Just call the show. It's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, so let's get into that heartbreak, though. Yeah, he he basically he did what a lot of guys seem to do, where mm-hmm. they are sort of in a relationship with someone, and they let them know, "Hey, if I go on the show, like this is over, like we're just." Like I just I just feel like this happens more a, a decent amount of the time where a, a guys where guys and girls. Have someone back home, and they're just like, "Look, if I get on the show, like, I'm only entertain- I'm only entertaining this because I'm not on the show."
1: Yeah, that's that's true, and that's interesting too because I think I think I forget that people are nominated for it. Yeah. Too. and so he really felt like he wanted to explore that, and he was going to go if he got it. Yeah, and he, and he did get it, and so and I can see how. I think, because I think, I think about things like this, too, so I, I kind of feel like he probably looked at it and was like, if I get it, I'm supposed to go. Yeah. You know, if I get it, this is this is the
0: pathway I'm going to take. Yeah, he's, he seems like it. the person who like, definitely yeah. sees that as, like, a sign. hmm Because
1: I know I would.
0: I think if yeah. I got it,
1: I think I'd be like, okay, for whatever reason, I'm supposed to be there. So here's this is what I'm gonna do and so um and especially just like looking at the way he'd made other decisions that he was talking about the way he pursued his career and stuff I think he probably was like okay this is this is what I'm supposed to do um, but yeah he yeah he had this relationship with a girl named Nicole and then in falling for Allie he realized that he still had feelings for Nicole.
0: And I'm just as I'm watching this, I'm watching him, I'm watching her, and I'm watching them together. I'm just like Frank, man. Like it seems like the relationship was at a similar place. Yeah. I'm just like as I'm watching, I'm just like you, stupid idiot.
1: I was so sad because like Allie, not only first conversation or their conversation that they at least the way they edited together this episode. I was like, okay, so there's something holding him back. But she's telling him, basically, like, give in and, like, just, you know, follow his heart. And so I thought that that was her. But then when he drops that bomb about how he had an ex-girlfriend that he's been still having feelings for, I was like, wait, what?
0: It, it was just, it was so hard to watch. She was like, dude, man, like, I don't know. This girl back home better be the one because Allie could <laughs> be the one. Like, she's so fun and she's so beautiful. Like, it was just like she was... It was such a sweet, good relationship. And just like, man, you're letting a lot go for someone else.
1: hmm Yeah, but I I do appreciate and respect someone that does follow their heart and is like, this is what I think I need to do, and this is like, he did. He needed to know that he still like had feelings or loves this girl, and he said that he would know as soon as he saw her. And so, what did he do? He went to go see her, and we didn't see like the chat. I don't know if they edited that out or. You know, I don't know if, if we if they even showed that originally. Well, they 10 didn't years even sh-
0: they didn't even show her in the doorway. Right. So I would yeah. I would guess that they probably didn't show that.
1: Yeah, unless I, don't, I mean I don't know unless like unless she didn't want to be a part of it this time around.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But also, uh, so fun fact from another fun fact from Nick's podcast: apparently, that girl Nicole worked yeah. with Nick. Really? Because he what? had said he said that when he got back from filming Andy's season, there was this girl that always, would always talk to him about how she had had an ex that went on the show that went that came back for her. Oh! And it wasn't until watching the episode that she realized, holy crap, that was this girl.
1: Wow. It seems so weird how all these people are from all over the place, but then they somehow connect.
0: Well, because they, they do it in pockets. They do Chicago, they do Denver, they do the South, they do New York, they do LA.
1: Yeah, and they that's do true.
0: Dallas. That's true. So yeah, the country itself is big, but 60% of their people come from these cities. And when you think about it that way, the cities overlap. Like when you think about the mm-hmm. fact that Hannah, Hannah Brown, and Sydney went to the same high school. Well, it's because exactly. they're they found they clearly found an area that really works for them, so they keep plucking people from it.
1: That makes sense. Okay, so then then people are bound to know someone or run in the same circles and somehow be connected.
0: I think when you break I think when you break it down, the fact that they they pick pockets of people or mm-hmm. pockets of areas that it increases the likeliness that over 40 seasons, these people are going to be connected.
1: That's so interesting. And that also makes me think that they should go other places.
0: Yeah. Cause oddly <laughs> enough, there's attractive people everywhere.
1: Right. Like they should go other places. They should venture out of major cities.
0: too, And especially and- once you like, get yes. out of, once you get out of L.A. and New York and Chicago, you might get more authentic people.
1: Mm-hmm. That's very true. I think they, like, maybe they once did that, and then they narrowed it down and just stuck with
0: it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the, the formula is clearly working for them because the series is successful.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: But I think shake-ups would be good.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, so... So, this girl, Nicole, he goes to see her, and then we cut to a commercial break, but um, Brendan, do you want to talk about what happens after the commercial
0: break? Uh, Frank is an idiot and breaks up with Allie Fedotowski, which I would never do.
1: (laughs) It really was so sad.
0: It was, that, all jokes about whether or not I would break up with Allie aside, that breakup was just hard to watch, man. That was the hardest one. That was harder than Chris.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Because she was... She was heartbroken. Like, you could tell how crushed she was.
1: Yeah. And she had mentioned earlier in the episode that she was really falling for him, and it was scary because you know, I think she had told him, like, she was falling for him. Like, you can't really... You can't really. What did she say? You can't really choose who,
0: who falls in fall love with you,
1: or who she falls for, and if they're going to choose to fall for her, bad.
0: Too. Yeah, and I think he was, and I think that's why Nicole came up.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so that's what's that's what's scary, and like when she said that, I was like, oh, so that's life, too. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But like, I just—it's so sad because she actually did get to that point of saying, "Okay, I'm." I'm going to choose to let myself fall for him. And look, she really thought that he was going to be it because he was everything that she described to the producers. He was everything that she wanted, you know? And I love that. Cause, like just looking at Frank, as soon as I saw Frank, I was like, he's cute. He's kind of my type. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's also why I was super smitten with watching this season because I was like, he's very much my type. <laughs> um, but it, it was so sad because like she really did let herself fall fall. Yeah. And and he comes in with this complete blind because there's no way that she would have known.
0: No. No.
1: There was nothing of like oh he was holding back and now he's choosing to leave. It was he's holding back because he had a girlfriend. He broke up with her and he still loves her.
0: <laughs> sad. Very sad. Yeah.
1: Alright. Oh uh, gosh. Yeah that was just uh, I know it's so sad to see him go but so he leaves and it's again, very sad. But I was glad to see the follow-up. What did you think of the follow-up with him 10 years later?:
0: It was good. I, I appreciated that they were able that he he didn't have her anymore, but he had he had somebody.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's, like, he's married now. Um, he's happy and so I thought that was great.
0: Yeah and the fact that they got they had gotten back together to see if things were still there and they weren't which I thought was like good for them like he he left he left someone he clearly cared a lot about for someone else but uh-huh. when that ended he went yeah. to see if there was still some still a spark
1: Yeah I like I I was sad that they didn't he didn't end up with Nicole I wanted it to be this epic love story of I left the show because I just knew that she was the one and it worked out, you know. But I'm also glad that he didn't get back and then they dated for, like, a couple months and that was it. He said they were together for, like, two years. And it was a good relationship. So I I thought that was great, you know. Um, Oh,
0: yeah, that was... That was really good to hear that he had... uh, That he was better. That he was in a good spot.
1: Yeah. And he said that he... Yeah, he, he... Okay, so he said that he... Was uh, he had a chance to meet up with Allie and they, you know, got together and caught up, and they're still friends, and they keep in touch to this day, and it's wonderful.
0: Yeah, that's really, um, which is really awesome. Yeah, and so
1: I and we can swing back around, and you kind of touched on this already, but I thought it was interesting what Allie said about Frank, because she told a little bit more than he told.
0: I don't remember. Can you refresh me and the audience? Okay. Well, well, refresh of, the audience but you know if i remember i think
1: you already said it but so well i'll leave back around when we finish when we get to the end then I'll
0: loop okay back around. that works <laughs> and then uh chris okay so what would you think of chris
1: i completely forgot about didn't think about
0: this whole well, episode i think it's because chris was very was very under the radar
1: was chris the one was he a lawyer
0: I don't remember. Like I just
1: there was there was a lawyer that said that he was a BS detector and was talking about Justin, and I
0: thought that was no. So funny. There was somebody else. Okay, they okay. like that guy was that guy had a spot because he was a funny guy in the house, but okay. I don't think he really amounted to anything.
1: Okay, because I couldn't remember what he looked like either.
0: <laughs> Let me. But I got I got the Wikipedia. Let me find the lawyer again.
1: Okay. Um, but so chris i didn't think about literally until they showed frank leaving like my i i'm telling you like i guess very much like Allie, um i saw frank and i was like i like him him he's the one <laughs> and so it was i just craig. didn't think about craig was, else.
0: craig was the lawyer
1: craig okay okay so what were your thoughts on chris though
0: chris seemed like your classic runner up
1: mm mm-hmm because now by now once frank left we had chris and roberto yes and so yeah frank or not frank um chris i just I, yeah i just really didn't think about but she said that he's from he's from maine or was it massachusetts or she was from Mass-
0: so they were both from massachusetts
1: okay so they had that in common he was a they landscaper had, like,
0: Sorry, what was that? What You cut out there.
1: <laughs> I said they had similar lifestyles.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Um, so she found him very relatable.
0: And that's such a problem in this show where these people come out and they're just like, okay, well, I'm Peter and I live in Los Angeles and I'm Madison and I live in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Like, being both in Massachusetts was going to give that couple a huge advantage.
1: Right, right. So, I think... Um, yeah, I think that I think I was a bit bored with him, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, classic bored with him. Classic runner up. We're just like, yeah, I like you. You're a good guy. You're cute. Mm-hmm. But like there isn't there isn't there what there could have been. Yeah.
1: He yeah, he wouldn't have been my runner up. <laughs> I'm just I don't know. I don't want to sound but, mean, but he just I I think I tend to go like if somebody's so obviously the right choice, I'm like, hmm, so it's the wrong choice.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But at, at the same time, this is the theory that I've heard before that once the once the league gets to a certain point, mm-hmm. they only start keeping the people that they don't have as good a connection with so that they can focus mm-hmm. on the person they do.
1: That's interesting. Yeah. And I guess that is a pattern that I've noticed now that I think about it. So
0: I think he stayed because Frank quit. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. He,
0: he, I think he was going to be gone if Frank hadn't quit. Mm-hmm.
1: Because Frank would have been the runner
0: up. Right. No, I think, I think Frank would have won. Yeah. But Frank, cr- yeah, he, he definitely would have made it to home. He definitely would have made it to the final episode. Mm-hmm. Cause just the way she was heartbroken by him leaving. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, he would have been the one. Yeah, and then yeah, he he seemed like a really good guy. He seemed genuine and sweet, and clearly cared a lot about Allie. But there just wasn't. There wasn't even there what there was between her and Roberto. Like her and Roberto mm-hmm. were very cute together in their own right. Right,
1: right. Yeah, I think um, her and Roberto. That like she noticed him from night one, gave him that first impression rose. Yeah, Um, and and like 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 you said, definitely some sparks for sure.
0: Like you said, the girls tend to pick their first impression rose. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we see it once again. I think that yeah, she it it reminded me very much of Rachel and Brian. I think, and maybe it's the Latin thing.
0: I was gonna say, is it because he's Latin?
1: Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> just the connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because with like when Rachel, um, and you'll probably see this because I know. Yeah, they're definitely going to show
0: Rachel's season. They they don't. They won't. They can't. Why? ABC doesn't have the rights to the. There was. I heard that there was some issue with the production, and they no longer have the rights to that season.
1: Wait, what? Yeah. No. They because they, it, keep, it's showing, not... they keep showing stuff in the. In the promos, like in the lead-in.
0: I, I'm, t- I'm telling you, for whatever reason, there was some sort of issue with the rights, and they don't have the rights to Rachel's season right now.
1: How can you do the greatest season of all time and not do Rachel Lindsay's season? She's like the first black bachelorette.
0: <laughs> and I was under that impression as well until, she, I think, I don't remember, I think it was Nick having her on, where uh-huh. they said, they no, they won't be showing her season.
1: I'm so bummed because I was looking forward to seeing Peter Krause and also introducing you to this season of men. Uh, anyway, we will have, to, to will have to it. It. I'll have to find it. I'll
0: have to find You sound so disappointed to talk about Allie now.
1: <laughs> I'm so mad. Um, but yeah, so, okay. So I guess you won't see it. But Sorry to burst connection... your
0: bubble. What? Sorry to burst your bubble.
1: Ugh. So I'm so upset, but to 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 connect both of these dots, um, I think that. Her connection with Brian, it was similar to Allie and Roberto's connection because of just the, like, the heat, you know, and the passion and how attractive, uh, how attracted she was to him. And Rachel had that same thing with Brian. Like, she was just like, he's just something, you know? Yeah. Um, and so when I was watching that, um, I was like, oh, yeah, that that's just like them. And so then I was like. Maybe he's the guy. Maybe his last name is Mano.
0: Okay, yeah. First name Roberto, last name Mano.
1: Right, I was like, maybe Roberto Mano? I don't know.
0: (laughs) Could you imagine?
1: Literally every guy that I thought was it, I'd be like, is it Frank Mano? Is it Roberto Mano? (laughs) (laughs) But, But yeah, so I... I think she said she was she was happy with Roberto. If it was him, she'd be super happy. So, um, yeah. So, th- I think they definitely had a genuine connection. Yeah. And compared to her and Chris, I think it was one that was a bit more fiery.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. It was definitely more a different kind of relationship between the two of them than she had with Chris.
1: Yeah. hmm Definitely. So, but... um. Let's break down what happened at the end though. Uh so with Chris, you know, um what was the explanation that she gave him? The what? The explanation that she gave Chris?
0: Basically, she said that she couldn't Basically that she couldn't do it to him. Like she knew that she felt more for Roberto. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't lead him on for one more day.
1: And I thought that that like that took that takes guts to to not even let them get to the proposal place. You yeah. know, I thought that was a good move because it would be sad to let them go through a whole speech and then be like, "I'm so sorry, it's not you." Like, if you know, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I get it. Like, it, it makes sense, but I, I mean, I also see how they could impact the show itself. But I get mm-hmm. why she did it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And because it and, was because it was the last episode, they could edit that to where she broke up with him, like, so close to proposing, to, to having Roberto propose, to where it wouldn't make a difference.
1: Yeah. And I will say, oh, you know what? Just thinking about it, that is kind of what happened with Rachel, too. That's, I mean, not exactly. Rachel's was a bit more, I didn't like the fact, I didn't like the logic that she used. But I think because that, that's what happened with peter and rachel Because right,
0: you said peter peter didn't didn't propose to her right and she wanted the proposal so that's why she accepted brian's
1: mm-hmm. yeah so i think like that you know she didn't they broke up before he got to the proposal spot you know or whatever um the night before so Allie kind of had that same thing but only Allie made the call hers was very deliberate it wasn't like a long drawn out thing it was it was her being like okay I I don't really see a future with you
0: yeah which was I mean it's probably hard for Chris but you know mm-hmm. Allie's got to do what she's got to do
1: but it ended well for Chris because you know like he looked up and he saw that rainbow and it reminded him of his mom and yeah. that sign that he was talking about earlier in the mm-hmm. episode so I thought I was glad, and and he did genuinely care enough for Allie that he said that he wanted the best things for her. And so, I love when mature people have a good a good ending.
0: Yeah, it was yeah, it was really great. Yeah. So that's Allie Fedotowsky's season.
1: Wait, we didn't touch on Roberto though.
0: I mean, Roberto was great. What is there to talk about? Like he was a great. She chose him. but <laughs> <laughs> they, they broke up.
1: Yeah, but we didn't talk about that. <laughs> Because she chose him, and I thought that he was Roberto Mano,
0: and then <laughs> he wasn't.
1: <laughs> I just needed to tell our listeners how I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's him! It's and Roberto like, Mano." He's, he's Roberto Mano.
0: The only man and, to have the white, the whitest last name and the most Latin <laughs> me- first name.
1: But then they're like, "Oh, you guys were together for like a bit,
0: and then." It wasn't fun. Okay, then. can we talk about the fact how funny it would have been if his if they just took the O out of his name and his name was just Robert Mano? How different is he? Is he basically does he look like Chris if his name is just Robert Mano?
1: That would have been so great. <laughs> oh my god! But gosh. Ima- imagine really r- super him, super Hispanic
0: Ro- Roberto, but just make him Robert Mano. Just Robert Mano. Like. <laughs> Are you Hispanic or are you white from Des Moines, Iowa? Like, pick one, buddy.
1: Right, right. Oh, gosh. But, yeah, so it wasn't him. Alas, it was not him. I was wrong. It wasn't any of them. Um,
0: but and her family did... was cute. Her Alice's family was still very cute. It was a cute...
1: Oh, for sure. And her husband is cute.
0: Yeah, so I'm, cute. I'm still happy for her. And she looks yeah. so different than she did on her season.
1: Yeah, she does. Uh, like I didn't realize. I mean, obviously it was ten years ago. Her eyebrows were thinner. The style was different, and her hair is a bit more naturally blonde than it was on the season.
0: But it was just like her face.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Her face seems different.
1: She looked very sun kissed in like her season. I think. Yeah. Like very beachy.
0: That yeah, maybe that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, I wouldn't, um, have necessi- I wouldn't necessarily thought they were the same person. But they're. There, she's still incredibly pretty. Like I'm not. I'm not saying that she's like now, but no, she's. But it's a different kind. Like it's a different kind of pretty.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's older. Yeah. um, And her face. I think her face is less round too.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, There was just enough subtle differences that made her seem different. Mm
1: Hmm. Yeah, but um, I so this is what I was gonna I was saying though. Um, so with Frank, how he said that they met up and they. They still stay in, stay in touch. You know, they got to catch up and they're still friends. But then when she was like, we actually met up. We got to explore whether or not it would work out with us. And then we decided we were just friends and now we're still friends. Like he didn't tell that little tidbit tidbit. She that that is funny. I that didn't, like they, you're right. Now
0: that you say it. that, I remember that, that mm-hmm. being, that being the, the difference in, in words.
1: Yeah, because with him it sounded like they just, oh, they met up and now they're they're friends, you know. But she was like, oh, like, yeah. But then Chris Harrison, of course, being Chris Harrison, is like, oh, did you guys, you guys got back to date? You actually dated? And she's like, no. (laughs) Like, we got together, had dinner several times, kind of tried to figure out, like, you know, if that spark was still there. I think she meant that a little something-something private happened. (laughs) (laughs) that she wasn't gonna say to us
0: right obviously
1: I'm catching what you're throwing down Allie
0: all right Allie (laughs) Um, we see you
1: yeah but um but yeah I love the fact that they're still friends though and I love the fact that they got to get that closure that's what was really important I think is the guy that she thought you know was the one she got to really find out that he wasn't the one but um, no that was definitely
0: crucial that was definitely crucial
1: yeah, yeah, and the fact that they're still friends is really, really great, but she said that um, her friends and everybody said that, like, uh, he actually looks like her husband, and when her husband did sit down, I was like, I can see the similarities. Oh, for and sure, Allie yeah, there was, a def- type.
0: there was definitely a semblance.
1: Yeah, and her husband is very cute, so clearly I have a type, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it just happens to be Allie's type.
1: Right, right, so if Allie and I were, like, in high school together, I'd be like, oh, gosh, <laughs> we have the same type of boy. <laughs> 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 but um but yeah so i loved Allie's season though i loved how just genuine she was she was just so so great i think she was a really great bachelorette
0: no yeah she was she she was definitely a great one for sure
1: Hmm. yeah yeah but that's it yeah that 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 calls it for Ally. wait how do you say her last name
0: i Pet- think it's fedekowski Pet-
1: Fedakowski, I I don't know why I want to say like Tchaikovsky and then Fedowski or whatever. Like I don't know.
0: It's either Fedakowski or Fetakowski. Fetikowski.
1: I think it's Fedakowski. I think you're right.
0: Yeah, Is and it? then next we fo- we follow up Fedakowski with Mesnik.
1: Yes, which I am bummed that I only know the the ending of this one because when I came over to your house that night to do our podcast. You saw the ending. You had just aggressively binge-watched his
0: season on Netflix. Yes, so for those of you who are fans of the show, you don't even have to watch next week's GOAT before you come listen to us because next week's GOAT is on Netflix. Yes. So binge-watch Jason's season and the epic ending and why they call it Pulling a Mess
1: It's It's truly
0: one that started everything <laughs> absolutely so so oh, i legit i'm not sure if i'm going to watch next week's go because i've already seen the season
1: oh that's true it's very fresh for you i will watch it because i did i did not go through the whole thing i only uh, it might be more fun for you
0: to watch this it might be more fun for you to watch this season yeah oh
1: that's true that's true so we'll see we'll see
0: but yes. and I'm, then,
1: I'm very excited about it, though.
0: And then Nick revealed in his podcast that they will be showing his season on August 31st.
1: Ooh, okay. See, that's I'm bummed because Rachel's season should come after that. They've got to fix this.
0: I mean, I don't think there's anything they can do about that, to be honest.
1: They've got to fix this. There's no way that... What? I just can't believe this.
0: I'll, I'll find where I read it and I'll send it to you afterwards.
1: Okay. Okay,
0: so, and then yes. I'll complain
1: about it in our Insta
0: stories. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jason's season is next week. Uh, Nick's season at the end of the month. Ernie, would you like to tell our guests, our our guests, our listener about our new guest coming up?
1: Oh my goodness! Do we do we want to, or do we want to like? Or do we just want them? to say that
0: we have a guest? Okay.
1: So we we do have a guest.
0: Next we week. have honestly the most famous person i've ever i've ever probably had a good conversation with and i met kurt warner so that's kind of a big deal
1: i can't believe that somehow brendan you snagged this
0: <laughs> look like i, I <laughs> she she got back to me a little later than i wish she would have wanted to than i wish she had but i'm still pumped to have her on i yeah it's
1: like okay like this guest like she can come on anytime it doesn't matter 100 She can come on in the middle of next like our our next season talking about tisha and claire like it doesn't matter because are we gonna tell them let's tell them okay it's the one who started all of the very first bachelorette trista wren
0: trista wren sutter will be joining us next week on the podcast
1: this is insane.
0: So this is this is huge news for us. This is a big deal, and we're so pumped to have her because there's a lot of bachelorette news going on, and I would love to get her opinion on it.
1: There's so much like we can chat with her about so so much. It's crazy to me that like like I said, props to you, Brendan. You're the one who snagged this one. And what like last time, um, like I, I mean, just the fact that we like get interviews. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I'm still like I literally just got speechless for a second. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna totally nerd out. Like I, I'm gonna prep yeah. for this. Like we're gonna ha- we're
0: gonna have to do our do our best to contain ourselves.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, gosh, you guys, we're gonna have this for you though, and I'm gonna bring it to you, and it's gonna be so great. So we're very very excited.
0: Yeah. So that'll be that'll be next week when we bring you. Tristo Wren Sutter on this the podcast first bachelorette. the first bachelorette will be here to to just hang out we'll ask her a bunch of questions we'll talk to her about the difference between when she was on the show and mm-hmm. now we'll talk about the relationships that she's built and then whether how much I'd like to know how much of the franchise how much of the bachelor nation she's still a part of
1: oh yeah and just like the evolution of it how it's changed like how oh gosh yeah. You know, there's so much we can pick our brain about.
0: Absolutely. So that'll Gosh. be a lot of fun. So remember next week, Trista, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons. Ernie, anything else?
1: That is it for me. That's all. I'm just super excited about next week now. You just got me all like excited. Like I'm just like, Aah!
0: yes, that, that's going to be really great. All right, everybody, have a great week. Make sure you tune in next week and make sure you tell your friends to tune in next week if they don't.
1: Definitely. You don't want to miss
0: it. Absolutely not. All right, Ernie, I'll see you later.
1: All right. Bye,
0: everyone. Bye.